Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Finka Yurkovic. Finka, you are the author of the book, Sell from Love. I feel like if I were to write a book, I think you beat me to it. <laughs> That's about the same title that, that I would write today. You know, this, this um, you know, being in a position of abundance and being in a position of, you know, caring about the impact that you make in the other persons, you know, the other people that are involved. And, you know, it just... Oh man. Okay. I, I gotta be careful. I don't want to talk too much. I want to learn what you have to, to, to share on this. Finka, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me here. I'm going to say, Josh, go write the book, go write another book about this, because I think we need, uh, other viewpoints and models because traditional selling one, you know, did it really work maybe in some constructs, but in others it didn't. And we just kind of bought into the story that you had to go out there and push and make someone do something when actually, if you just show up, be who you are, be authentic, show up with integrity and look to make your client or your customer the primary focus of the outcomes of what you're delivering, guess what? They will reward you with their business, their loyalty, referrals, and all that stuff. I always look at it and say, how many of our clients can we create that they are walking billboards for us? Mm. So you can you know, limit your marketing budgets and all those advertising because the best advocate for your work and for your business is going to be a client that goes out there, you know, who loves you that much is willing to put their reputation on the line for you. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, when we think about, um, you know, let's say you close one out of eight, one out of 10 or something like that. Right. So the other 80%, they are also walking billboards, whether or not they're a client or not. And you can't get away. So the old school sales was like, yes or no. Right. And, and, you know, if there are no, all right, next, right. Some will, some won't. So what move on next. Right. And that is no, you cannot do that because every person you have an engagement with, we are all now more empowered to influence than ever before because of social media. We all have, we're interconnected in a way that you cannot get away with bad sales behavior because people will talk about that. And even if somebody like I have this great example, this mortgage guy, and, you know, he could tell like it wasn't going to work out. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, it's not a fit. It's not really working out or whatever. And then he started getting desperate and starting to, you know, this objection handling, trying to save the sale. And I knew what he was doing. And guess what? Uh, everybody knows what you're doing. Right. Exactly. And so that started making it icky. And then it was like, you know, it's like have the faith, the trust, right? That even if it's not a sale today, it's the beginning of a relationship that can last a lifetime. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's not, and I think this is the other paradigm shift we have to make that it's not a no or yes, exactly what you're pointing to Josh, but it's maybe a not now or a not yet. And mm. so it's, it's thinking about it as that it could be that just right now, the timing isn't right for them, but just like that client, they might not need it, but they're out there at those baseball games or they're, you know, at their family barbecues. And all of a sudden someone's complaining about a problem that they're having. And they're like, yeah. Ah, I was just having this conversation with Josh yesterday. You know, I really wanted to work with them, but right now this is going, but you'd be perfect. And they are the ones that are actually doing the selling for us. And every interaction and every uh, engagement that we have, we have to look at it as an opportunity for us to just show our best stuff. One of the things that, you know, I've been completely, I don't know what has, it's interesting over the last couple of months, just seeing the, it's even the simple basic stuff, meaning just responding to requests that come through your inbox or they're coming through your, your email website. The quicker you are to reply and to act on those, the quicker you are to engage in that level of enthusiasm your client has right now to solve that problem that they're reaching out for you. So if we don't reply immediately, so the basic stuff of building like client experience and how do you serve your client, but how do you differentiate yourself by just responding, just responding because most people are so busy and they're so frantic and they're so in that tornado vortex of busyness that they're actually not focused on the most important thing. They're so busy worried about what they're posting on social media or what funnels and what email sequences they're building that they're not actually addressing the client that's landing in their inbox. Yeah. All right. So um, think of what we're talking about is, I know we're using the term sales, right? But sales, um, I, you know, I and sometimes I, I get nervous around using that word because of the connotation of what people believe it is. I believe you know, like a better concept is like, you know, all, if you're in business for yourself or you have an offer, there's some way that you can help other people. It's all of your communication. It's all quote unquote sales. So I don't want the marketers out there to go, oh, that's only for people who are doing direct sales. Oh no, it's not. Your marketing is absolutely in line with what we're talking about. Can you talk a little bit more about that aspect of it is like communication, your PR, like your branding, like all of that is all part of what we're talking about. Absolutely. Everything that we do ends up resulting into what we are selling, right? So whether you, how your brand, your personal brand or your corporate brand is showing up, how you are um, sending out those core messages through your marketing at the end, how that is translating to is translating to what interaction level, or is that client saying yes and building that relationship to it? So the three levels of what we look at when we're looking to sell from this position of love is there are three pillars to the framework. Number one, you got to love yourself. This means as you show up in your business, that you are showing up with that authentic integrity, that you love who you are. This means loving everything that you bring to the table and defining that because you have a unique, brilliant difference that you bring to that, mm. to that equation. And so what is, what are those differentiating factors about you, but also about your organization, about your company and your company? How are you messaging that? How are you positioning that? And how are your clients ideally going to connect with those core messages? And so that's loving who you are. The second to the construct is really loving your client. And so this is where, you know, we talk about empathetic communication. How do you put yourself in the position of what your client is 
is seeing what they need. What are they struggling with? What are their goals? What are their, we talk about four different transformations we're solving for. We're solving for their problems. We're solving for their goals, but we're also solving for their values and their dreams. Often what happens, especially when we're focused on our marketing and when we're doing those enrollment calls, when we're trying to engage with our clients, we're so focused on solving the problem and the goal. That's important. That's what our clients want. They want us to solve for those immediate needs. But how do we win the relationship and how do we sell from this position of love is you actually have to understand why these goals and and problems are important. And that's where the values come in. And the legacy and the purpose and the reason behind that, and those are those dreams. You will win their business when you can, yes, solve their problems and achieve their goals, but more so build those relationships when you can align it to their values and to the dreams that they're here to fulfill. And the final pillar to this is really looking at loving your offer. And so loving your offer Mm -hmm. is all about, you got to love the thing that you're selling. If you don't love it, then guess what? How are, how are your clients going to love it? How are your customers going to love it? And sometimes, you know, as a, as a founder or a business owner, or as the leadership team, you're like, I love the stuff we're selling, but then your team isn't, or some of them do, and they're not all on board. And this is where the responsibility of the leadership of the, the founders and the CEOs of running these organizations is, okay, how do we get our teams to buy into it? And so the team needs to say, you know, find that way to love to love that offer. And part of it comes from, you know, what are our customers and clients saying about it, but also how do the individuals in these teams and organizations connect their values to the mission and purpose of the team and the organization? Yeah. Um, so Finca, I don't want someone to hear what we're saying, right? And and say that, okay, well, what that means is I'm not allowed to follow up, right? Or um, I somehow have to, like, people are fearful of being a pest, right? If if they are uh, enthusiastic about working together. And, you know, I, I'll let, what's your take on, like, follow up and, 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 and absolutely leading in the relationship while still coming from a place of love? So when we follow up, we can't follow up, follow up from a place of fear, meaning when we sell, there's two constructs. We're either selling from love or we're selling from fear. So when we're selling, when we're following up and we're selling, following up from a place of fear, there is a sense of neediness, neediness. I need you. I want you. And our clients will feel that when we are following up from a posture of love, we are looking at this and saying, okay, how can I add value to this relationship? And there are three ways that I look at, how could you add value? How could you be like uber generous? around how you can serve them, even though they aren't a client right now, or they are a client right now, but you just want to strengthen that relationship by them doing more business with you. And there are three ways we can do it. Number one is through content. How could you educate, inform, and enlighten your clients? I will, as follow-up, I'll send articles. I'll mail books to my clients, Mm. books that I haven't written, but other things that, one, keep us engaged and top of mind with our client, but we're not really there to say, Um, Hey, can we work together? Can we work together? We're just demonstrating this is how generous, this is how much value I can give you through this content. And it could be your content, content that you write, and it could be content that you give from other people. The second is through contribution. How would you provide insights, ideas, and maybe solutions that actually contribute to their bottom line, to their employee engagement, to their client retention? So giving them 
certain solutions that would give them a sense of what value you can bring without actually yet working with you. And then they're like, oh, Josh, you're doing this with me already. And I have yet to work with you. Great. I can't imagine what it'll be like with you when I say I want to work with you or right now is the time to work together. And the third way is through connections. And connections is the way where, you know, some people are magnificent. I know a colleague of mine, Kathleen, she is awesome at this. She is just a connector. And so it's like, Josh, Mm -hmm. you need to be connected with Jen because Jen's going to just do some gangbuster work with you. And all you're doing is connecting. Through that, you are building a relationship. You are being super generous. And what is happening is your follow-up is not about saying, hey, let's work together. Let's work together. We're not harassing and pestering. We are demonstrating our capability, our expertise, and our value even before they say yes. How can they not say yes when they have a need and they think and they know that you're the right person to solve them, to help them solve that and get that need solved? Yeah. Um, so Finca, I, I love this concept of, you know, of, of leading with, you know, not just love, like generosity is an extension of love. If And we're coming from an, a place of abundance as well. So, and I like your examples of like some of these things that, that you can do uh, that, that show that you're truly invested in the relationship first and Hey, we we might work together, and I would certainly be honored at that opportunity to work together. Um, I mean, you know, and you shared the example of making introductions. How much does that cost? It's mm-hmm. it's very inexpensive, and so you know, I think about you know how areas where I could do a much better job, and you know, I've gotten to build relationships with over nine hundred, you know, six, seven, eight, and nine figure business owners. Uh, you know, uh, an intro. Uh, I think about people who've made e intros for me or intros for me. I'm like, that's really amazing. Um, yeah, well, I'm in, I'm inspired to do a little bit better. Any any other things you could think of in terms of like what are those acts of service or things that you can do that you know not just um, oh I'm going to send them some swag with their company logo on it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I shouldn't absolutely. be laughing because I know there are people yeah. that do that. And I'm like, um, thanks. <laughs> it is. And I think, and that as long as the intentions are in the right places, because yes. if we're just doing swag for the sake of swag, it's not going to land. It's going to be that mm, just thanks, but really being intentional and being aligned to how you show up. And I'll, and I'll give you an example of, of how I do it in my work. And so in my work, um, part of our mission is to bring the power of transformational love to business. And so how do we, again, use business and our leadership to create more authenticity, empathy, and purpose in the work that we do? An extension of that is I try to live it and breathe it every day in my life. And so I've got this fly around me Um, (laughs) um, and live it and breathe it in every day in my life. And so we, um, you know, a couple of years ago, decided to grow some lavender. We grow lavender mm. and then we started, we created this product and it's called the Love and Lavender Calm Kit. And so part of our, I'm going to say, um, mission is one, we help people figure out how to, um, the fly is just, <laughs> it's, it's here, it's here. I'm going to have to go with, through it with it. That's okay. The, um, the, for our audio listeners, they, they have no idea what just happened. For our video listeners, there was a fly. So <laughs> There is a fly that's flying around my face. And um, so part of the loving yourself strategy is around really making self-care and mm. taking care of yourself as part of how do you show up as a leader. And so part of the packaging and what we send to our clients and to potential clients is, hey, you want to 
we want you to stay in alignment to who you are. We want you to show up as an authentic leader, be true to who you are. Here is part of, this is our, our love and lavender comp kit. It actually comes from our home, our family mm. farm that we create ourselves. And so there's this personalization. Wow. Yeah. And so what I would say is when we're looking to add value, it's not about the generic general value. You take a look at each and every client and how could you create a personalized and personalized and meaningful gesture that no one else would think of giving this to them other than you. Yeah. You know, I was uh, listening to um, Oprah's podcast. Yes, I listened to Oprah's podcast. Mm-hmm. She talked about, you know, one of the, you know, the greatest gift you can give is a gift of your time and appreciation, you know, and just, and time together, you know, not only do you get the, you know, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's a valuable, it's currency, currency in a way, right. But it's, it's also proximity and, and, you know, when we create experiences that that we can spend time together, um, proximity leads to familiarity. Familiarity leads to know, like, and trust. And and I mean, if 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 our goal is relationship, I think about um, you know, like dating. You know, and you don't have to have the world's. You know, it's just it's it's time together. You wouldn't ask for someone's hand in marriage on the first date. Um, you would spend lots of time together, and you get to know each other, and you keep showing up for them as a friend. Um, and and I just think about what that does to the dynamic in the potentially you know business relationship as well as Absolutely. the personal relationship. Absolutely, and I think if we can make the business relationship personal, meaning it means more than a business transaction, that's the value of the relationship that we're that's the value that we're creating in our clients and with our relationships. There's also something important to note because when we are looking at selling from love, we are generous and we are over delivering on from on value. There's also this place of when we are selling from fear, we can mm. be being generous, but that generosity is coming from a place of insecurity, lack, inadequacy. It could also be giving to get versus giving and allowing ourselves to receive. So when yeah. we give from love, we are generous with no strings attached. And at the same time, we are open to receive the benefits of our giving. Mm-hmm. All right. Because giving is a two-way street. It's giving and receiving, being able to receive the benefits of what you give. When we give and that generosity comes from a place of fear, there's a sense of, all right, I've taken, I've gone to class, I've taken the course and I have to give. And then something's going to come back to me because I gave. That giving comes with strings attached and those strings actually limit the amount that you will get back. And so it's really being careful from where are you giving? Is it coming from a place of insecurity? Okay, this is what I've been told to do. This is the path to success. I have to give, I have to give. But if there is any sense of fear, of insecurity, of doubt, of uncertainty, Mm -hmm. and you're attaching that something's going to come back to you or you need something to come back to you, it will actually uh, constrict and limit how much you're going to get. And so it becomes really important. The other thing is, so this is when you, you, you said the thing on time together. So sometimes what we can notice is if we find that we're spending a lot of time with certain clients or we're getting resentful about the time we are spending in our sales or marketing activities or with our clients, we might need to be investigating, am I actually using this time to get something or is it coming from a place of love? Mm. Because when we're coming from giving from a place of love, there is no, no resentment. 
But when we're coming from a place of fear, there is some attachment that I have to be getting something. The, the thing that might actually be happening is you're giving too much because you're afraid you're not going to get. And as a result, you're not charging for things you should be charging for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And so it's really understanding those places of how we are giving and generosity comes from this place of abundance and more will always be there where, you know, the giving from this place of, I got to get something and it's limited and not enough. And I hope I get some. Yeah. Um, I wish we had much more time. Um, there's, there's a lot that I'd love to, I'd love to continue the conversation. So your website is sell from love.com. When someone goes there, what would you recommend that they do? The first thing you should do is take the sell from love test. Mm. The test will let you know whether or not you're selling from fear or whether you're not selling from love and what the gap is. Is your opportunity you need to love yourself more? Is the opportunity you got to love your client more? Or is the opportunity for you, you got to love your offer? Um, often sometimes what happens is you might have an opportunity in all three areas, but we give you a, a report that gives you a path forward to close that gap. So you can get more conf- get more clients, have more confidence and build that business that you see yourself having, but are limited in where you are right now. Yeah. Got a lot of great reviews on, on Amazon. People are loving it. Uh, the book yeah. sell from love, uh, again, Finka Yurkovic. Thank you so much. Your website, sellfromlove.com. Finka, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh, for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit up my influence com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.